Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Boom, 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 it's the Patreon, it's the Patreon. Come on over here, people, it's the Patreon. We got some good goofs, some spooks, it's the Patreon. 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 I, I did just promise spooks in that intro, and I don't know that we have any spooks on our hand. Boo! Uh, there you go. <laughs> got it. Oh, you got me. I pissed yeah. myself. <laughs> well, and I deafened a couple listeners, so you paid for it. <laughs> um, so, uh, this is uh, number two in our marathon of Patreon uh, comeuppance. Yeah, our our Patreon dues that we're paying slowly, uh, mm-hmm. or rather quickly. I mean, in terms of how we usually record stuff. I mean, three movies in a week is a lot. So yeah, yeah, it's gonna be five in a week, I think. Yeah, I mean, some total with our other other podcast obligations, yeah. like the regular show. It's, it's so much. It's a lot. Uh, it's a lot of films, my dude. But. That's how much we care about you, our patrons. People yes. who paid us money to watch uh, The Velocipaster. Yeah, The the Velocipaster, a movie that I shit you not came about because of a typo. Did you know this, Sam? I did not. So the director and writer and editor was trying to type Velociraptor into an mm-hmm. old like flip phone uh, uh-huh. to the T9, and it auto-corrected to Velocipaster. And sparked this, sparked a franchise that rocked the world. Now that's incredible, isn't it? <laughs> what, what a, you know, hardworking, brilliant phone mm-hmm. to uh, to grace. Is it Brendan Steer? Yeah, I think Brendan Steer is the chap. Yeah, uh, you know. Like the grace of God, uh, just like a lightning bolt of inspiration right into his head. And the phone knew what it was doing, to be clear. Yeah. Yeah, the phone was sentient and knew that this spark is all it would take to, uh, yeah, get this ball sort of rolling. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Sam, we did watch Velocipaster, all yes. 73 minutes of it. Okay. Let's talk about this. How long's the movie? Because everywhere I find online says an hour and 15 minutes. You just said an hour and 13 minutes. The version I watched was an hour and 10 minutes. I think 71 minutes is the version that I got off of of Amazon. Yeah. Okay. 
Because I, I feel like there's four to five minutes of footage that I have missed out on. It's quite possible, given this movie and everything about it. I would assume mm-hmm. there's boxes and boxes of footage that we're missing out on. That uh, missing out on in quotes, maybe. I don't. It could yeah. just be B-roll of people punching a veloc like a, a velociraptor costume in a park. Right. I well, you know, I gotta tell you, if there is any movie that didn't leave anything on the cutting room floor, I do think it's probably this one. <laughs> I think, given that the budget on this bad boy, you want to take a guess what the budget was, Sam? Like three hundred bucks in a six pack of Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> in in movie equivalences, I mean, you're basically there. It was $36,000, which is... Jesus Christ. Is the cinema industry, the film industry's version of basically $5 and a six-pack, maybe a pizza. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, again, it is the movie version of what you give to your friends when they help you move. Exactly what I was thinking, yeah. Thanks for <laughs> lifting my big old piano. Here's a cheese pizza. Can we call it even? Yeah, here's $36,000, let's make this movie about a pastor who's also a dinosaur. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, uh, do, do you know how much it made? I actually don't know the answer to that, but I assume way more than $36,000. Had to have this, been. Yeah, because this, this dude's pretty notorious. Uh, mm-hmm. The old Velocipaster, plus it had like, Several thousand reviews on Amazon Prime Video and is averaging a four and a half out of five star rating. So, okay, that's a lot of people peeping this flick. That is a lot of people peeping the flick. That's a it's a lot of people reviewing it now yeah, that I think of it. Exactly. That's just the people who took time out of their day to go <laughs> find Velocipaster on the old Amazon UI. And tap, tippy tap out a little a cheeky little review of their favorite movie, Velocipaster. That's that's not you know even the sum total of everybody that's watched it. So, so that was a thousand reviews just on Amazon, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's do some math here because okay. I know that's what everyone loves. Yeah. So, um, how many? Uh, what percentage of people do you think who watch a movie end up reviewing it? I would hazard a guess that like 10% do. I was kind of thinking along the lines of 10%. We share a brain. It's distressing <laughs> most of the time. Okay, so so we got 10%. So what, like 10,000 people yeah. uh, reasonably have, have watched this movie then? Yeah, on Amazon uh, alone. On Amazon. Yeah. So then we got to factor in what, like uh, Peacock. Yeah. Uh, and the Microsoft Store. Mm-hmm. YouTube. YouTube's got to be getting a lot of people. Sure, sure. Um, So I, I feel comfortable in saying 40,000 people have rented this movie. Oh, I'd say that's on the low end of the spectrum. Yeah. For sure. Which means they've already made their money back at like five bucks a rental. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Two... <laughs> Two hundred thousand dollars? Is that right? I don't know, man. You're asking the wrong. You're asking the wrong guy who has a, a math-based job. Uh, Look, Forty thousand people 
pay five dollars. Don't hey, don't pull out a calculator, Luke. Okay. I see you over there, you cheeky fucker. Okay. okay Forty thousand people each pay five dollars. So forty thousand times five is so four four times five is twenty. Yes. And then we should add a, a handful of zeros. Yeah, the the exact number of zeros undetermined. Well, it couldn't be twenty thousand. Twenty thousand so, yeah, zeros. Yeah, two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, twenty thousand zeros is too many zeros on that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah no. Two hundred thousand dollars. Yes, two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, no, they're they're making out like bandits on this one. Yeah, especially considering the financing for this movie. So they attempted to kickstart it. Didn't it didn't happen. They attempted to really? seed and spark it, uh, which is a wonderful crowdfunding platform if you ever need to crowdfund something. Seed and spark mm-hmm. phenomenal. And they are not gonna turn okay. your shit into NFTs like uh Kickstarter. Um mm, okay. Yeah. Uh also didn't work on Seed and Spark though. So they did oh, secure no. the uh financing through a friend of the director's mother. Uh, not perfect. I love this. <laughs> I absolutely love that. <laughs> she went and just hoved her way down to the country club, wined and dined somebody, and got a uh, thirty-six thousand dollars to make Velocipaster. You know what that is, Luke? What's that? That's that's the room's Johnny. That's the room's Johnny who made the down payment for his future mother-in-law's <laughs> friend. That is the same fucking thing. Yeah. Only in this it's case, like, Johnny hey, would have can made... Can you give uh, me... Yeah. <laughs> can you give my son some money to make a dumb movie? To make a movie about a pastor that turns into a velociraptor. Um, yes. Yeah, uh, although in this case, wise investment, because holy shit, oh, has yeah. it paid off. I don't think it paid off initially. No, God, no. <laughs> if you were to, if you spent the, the equivalent of a nice new new car on this movie and then watched this movie, I don't think you'd feel very good about your investment. Okay, here's what I want to do now. Yeah. Okay, if we get... 200 patrons. Okay. I think you and I should make a documentary on the making of Velocipaster, but we have to cap the spending on the documentary at half the budget of Velocipaster. Interesting. Now, is two, you, you pulled out 200 as yeah. if that number has a lot of weight. How, how much are we actually going to be... Is 200 is 200 the right number for this? Almost certainly not. <laughs> I, Luke, you just heard me struggle to calculate 40,000 times 5. Yeah. So, I don't know that we should be coming to me for math things. I don't think it's 200. I think if we get to 1,000 patrons. See, I was going to say 1,000, but it felt... Can I be honest? Mm-hmm. It felt... T- <laughs> too optimistic well here's the deal if we're gonna sign on i don't know how to make a documentary you don't know how to make a documentary (laughs) not at all so if we're gonna shop out huge portions of this project and pay people and make it happen even on half the budget of velocipaster we're gonna need some serious bling coming in yes since half the budget of velocipaster is 
$18,000? Yes. How did I do that math easier than 40,000 <laughs> times five? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't also, know. Also, you know, here's the thing. I don't know why I'm sitting here thinking that, that we can't achieve a thousand patrons when I just spent the afternoon caddying for you and some other friends at disc golf doing nothing but screaming no negative self-talk and visualize your your success yeah and it did have a positive effect on my game i will it say did. you uh, played well i did play i did play pretty good yeah did, for for your first time on a course uh and me knowing literally nothing about disc golf you did pretty dang dang well yeah, thank you, sir. And uh, it was getting kind of dark there at the end. So for yeah. not knowing the course and for not knowing where the baskets were or being mm-hmm. able to see them, even when quite close to them, uh, yeah, it did it did work out pretty pretty good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, um, can I tell you about my bidet? I have been meaning to ask about your bidet. This is not a yeah. joke. Joke's... Look away briefly. I have been meaning to text you to ask you about your mm-hmm. bidet. If you'd installed yeah. it, if you've been enjoying it. So please yeah. tell me about your bidet. It, it, just a quick thing, folks. We will get to the movie eventually, but I got to talk about, about this bidet. So I did get a tushy. Uh, they, they don't sponsor us or anything. That would be insane. This is the Patreon. Uh, this is commercial free, much like our current podcast mm-hmm. uh, on the main feed. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> But this will remain commercial free. Uh, so I got the tushy and I was very excited to try it out. Very, yeah. very excited. Um, Luke, I, I chose a <laughs> I chose a bad day to install the tushy mm-hmm. um, because it was the day after we received some bad news. Mm. Um, everyone, everyone's fine. Don't worry, everyone. Luke, you know about it. I'm not going to announce it on the podcast. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was the day after we got that news. So I was not mm, in a good place mentally. Sure. Uh, when I decided to take on a project uh, with my toilet. Yeah, a toilet. Uh, a toilet time project, if you will. Yes. And it was going okay until... Um, I I was trying to unscrew the uh the hose from mm-hmm. the toilet tank. Yes, for sure. And it was it was going fine until it didn't. Uh and I just couldn't I couldn't twist it anymore because there was kind of a lot of tension in the hose and then anytime I did twist it, it would just turn the tank filler. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. in in the tank just yeah, spin yeah, yeah, that yeah. fucker around. So I got I got pretty upset. I got pretty upset. Um I screamed a lot. Uh I did I did in fact get to a point where I was just screaming fuck and then kill me. Um <laughs> directly into the toilet. Um at, at which point my very concerned wife came into the bathroom and I cried. Uh, <laughs> Can I say really quick? This is my favorite part of uh, this old house. Is when Norm <laughs> loses his shit and just starts screaming "fuck" into the attic or whatever, and then cries mm-hmm. into his flannel. 
It's yeah. my favorite. Every time Norm does it, I can't get over it. It was, I would say, not a high point in my life. Sure, sure. Uh, so then, so then Ken and I spent the next like half hour working together to try to unscrew this thing, and um, thirty minutes later, we're both getting mad now, and we're both pretty tense. <laughs> And then I discover I had been doing it right up until a point when, for whatever reason, I think I had a stroke or something, and I started screwing it the wrong way. So so all of that, the screaming, the crying, the 30 minutes with Kenna, that was all because I was trying to turn the knob the wrong direction. I was, you... I was trying to screw it back in. <laughs> <laughs> I have no words. There are no words for this experience that you've had. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking awful. And so, of course, when Ken was like, well, try screwing it the other way. And I was like, I'm screwing it the right fucking way. But okay. I mean, I was a little nicer about it. But I was like, I'm going the right way. I But f- sure, whatever. So I go the other way. And of course, it pops right off. Yeah. And then... um. And I just sit there holding it for a second, and she goes, what? And I and I just, I sat there pretty fucking sheepishly, uh, and was just like, I, I've been screwing it the wrong way. Uh, and she starts cracking up, and it was too soon for me. <laughs> I was like, I can't laugh about it just yet. And then she fucking lost it. I lost it. Uh, and then uh, ended up, the rest of it went pretty smoothly. Yeah. I mean, uh, they do. They do promise a quick install. These tushy folks. Yeah, so. I, especially if you uh, screw everything uh, the correct direction the whole way through. Yeah, that does help for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then I uh, and then I used it. Yeah. Now this is I. I appreciate your journey, and it's mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. But this is the meat of what I'm after. Now, Sam. Yes. How did it feel to blast your bum? pretty good it's pretty good pretty, right it's goddamn nice mm-hmm. what have i been doing all these years i don't know man this is i mean full disclosure i have a bidet that i have not installed mm-hmm. uh and it has been this way i've had this bidet for oh six years now and have Jesus just never gotten around to installing six it years luke yeah something like that my guy yeah Here's the thing. You're going to install that thing uh, without my help. I'll I'll help with a lot of stuff. I'm not doing this again. Yeah, um, for sure. You served your happen. time. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you don't want me to scream, kill me into your toilet and then cry. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> so um, you're going to be so fucking mad when you install that thing and use it that you waited six years. Yeah, I feel like I will. Because I hear that, uh, I mean, I've used bidets before. I've had a pleasant time mm-hmm. with them, but I've oh. never I've never had one on tap. It's always been like at a fancy hotel or abroad yeah. in Europe where they're a little bit more common. Mm-hmm. Um, it yeah. is so pleasant. And here's the thing. I don't have one that has the temperature control. And it's getting chilly here. And I was pretty worried about the cold blast of water right on my dirt star. Uh, but here's the thing. 
wakes me up. Mm. Wakes me right up. It is it is bracing, but not in an unpleasant way. I see. So, in the same way that some insane people say you should take cold showers in the morning to wake yourself up instead of drinking coffee, uh, uh-huh. you're saying get on the toilet, bear your, uh, your dirt road to mm-hmm. the, the thunder from below, and then just blast it and just get it, get it uh, all good and yeah. clean. Get a, a nice icy wash right, right on your rectum. Yeah. Rectum? I damn near killed him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, uh, speaking of that, uh, we have an email from Daniel. I realize this is very early to be doing this, but whatever. Uh, so we've got another one that, that we'll get to um, in, in a different episode, but this one, he has some thoughts on uh, us watching Da Vinci Code 5 starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay, yeah. We have to watch it three times. Oh, fuck off. I mean, probably true. I'm assuming this comes with some logic, but... Yeah, so once to watch it for Tom, once to watch it for Dwayne, and then a third time to watch it for both of them. Uh, mm. and, and he did say, it, and it will destroy y'all. I'll send Domino's Pizza to the parking lot with extra cheese for the guts to also pop with the brains. Uh, <laughs> Daniel, you know me well. God, can you imagine the <laughs> havoc this would wreak upon me? Oh, if I God. Ate? So Domino's is our... I, there's no version of Domino's that lactate can help for those at home who have not <laughs> it experienced... It's impervious. It's impervious. I have tried every every, you know, permutation... Of Domino's and in combination mm-hmm. of that plus lactate variants, nothing. So if we were to sit on our third watch right before we go into the third watch of this, you know, movie with Tom Hanks and Dwayne the Rock Johnson, which will be a kids movie, um, yeah. If we were to shotgun five slices of pizza a piece <laughs> of cheese Domino's pizza, uh, I tell you what, by uh, halfway through this movie. I will be transcendentally uncomfortable. Um. <laughs> Here's the thing. Again, I go back to this. The people working at the movie theater are going to have <laughs> so many questions and so few answers because it is going to be, hey, these two dudes, these two fully grown adult men went to see the Tom Hanks Dwayne Johnson movie. Then they left and sat in their car for an hour. Then they came back and watched it again. Then they went out to the car again for an hour. And then they also ate pizza. In their car. They had a pizza delivered to their car. Mm-hmm. Then they came back in the theater and one of them wrecked the bathroom. <laughs> to the point where now a CDC team has to come out mm-hmm. and investigate. They watched the movie again and left. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. Also, I like in this arrangement that it sounds like we're not recording a podcast episode after the third watch. So the third watch, literally just to harm us. <laughs> yeah. What are we going to have to say after after the third consecutive watch mm-hmm. and after your guts have been completely ruined 
by uh, the Domino's Pizza. Yeah. This episode sponsored by Domino's. Mm-hmm. Get your gut blasted. <laughs> Irradiate you know, your rectum. The the synergy between Tushy and, and uh, Domino's, I feel yeah. like there's a partnership there. There really is. And I don't think enough people are talking about how Tushy and Domino's should get yeah. together, maybe get some end caps at Target or whatever, mm-hmm. and really start pushing these things. Like, get a Tushy, get 50% off of a large extra cheese or whatever. Because yeah. trust us, you'll need the Tushy after. Yeah, you're going to want to to really sort of hose out your nether regions Yeah, after this bad my, boy passes. My God, if you use paper for this mess, yeah. you'll be there a week Mm-hmm. So anyway, maybe I should install my bidet. Uh, you should, yeah. yeah. Not with my fucking help, though. Yeah, no, for sure. You can. You don't... Sam, I think it's a pretty easy install. I hate to tell you. I thought so, too. Yep. I thought mm-hmm. so, too. Uh, And it mostly was. Just remember which direction you were unscrewing the hose. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's my sage wisdom. Yeah. Just make sure so. you unscrew it the same way the whole time. Yeah. For sure. Thanks, Norm. <laughs> um Oh, and I hurt my my back and my thighs doing it. Man, isn't getting old weird? <laughs> isn't it just it it ain't great. I think that was I think that was also the day that I brought Chili over to your house and Mm. uh, came back to discover that my sprinklers had uh, sprung a leak. And so I had to bail water out of the like hole in the ground that the meter was in so that I could turn the water off to the sprinklers and bending over and doing that also hurt my back and thighs. So my back and thighs hurt for a solid week. I am a thousand years old. Yeah, you and me both, bud. Hey, it's 26 minutes into this podcast. Should yes. we, should we, I mean, it's the Patreon. Y'all are just chilling with us anyway, but should yeah. we, should we talk about Velocipaster? We should. I'm curious. How did, did, was there anything to report about your watch? Not really. We, uh, as you pointed out, just finished up some disc golf, came on home, uh, mm-hmm. did DoorDash some burgers. And Ooh, then, nice. Uh, Where from? Uh, the old local purple cow. You know it, my oh, man. Yeah. You gots to. You, you gots, gots to. to. Um, and then uh, watch this movie, which went down a super smooth, I mm-hmm. have to say. Yeah, over the course yeah. of 70 to 75 minutes, uh, went down just as easy breezy as you could as you could ever hope for. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, super. Easy watch. Did watch it with ads through Freebie. I think is what it's called. What the fuck is that? It used to be IMDb, IMDb TV before oh, yeah. Amazon cannibalized it and turned it into Freevee. Huh. So, uh, yeah, my old enemy, IMDb TV. Yeah, your old arch enemy did get gobbled up and kind of converted into something else, into Freevee. Mm. So I did watch it with ads. I got to tell you, it's pretty fucking hilarious to be watching this movie uh, and then all of a sudden it's seraphy and hides your skin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just the tonal shift. Or it's an ad for Google or something mm-hmm. uh, in the middle of, like, a velociraptor ripping someone's arm off. 
pretty yes. good time. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, but that was that was my watch experience. Sam, how was yours? Uh, you know, pretty standard. Uh, had some veggie sandwiches and uh, sweet potato fries for dinner. Um, Kenna said that she was not going to stay in the room uh, for the movie, and then I told her it was very short, and she stuck around. She laughed a few times. Um, I did get a little disrespectful with it at one point. Mm. Um, got a new cat toy today. It's a little fishing rod, a small fishing rod that has a little, little bells and feathers on the end of it. And, um, the cats fucking love it and they're mm. obsessed with it now. And so one of them was really begging to be played with. So I, I played with them with the, the fishing rod and, uh, did pay a little more attention to that than I did to the movie for, for a little bit. Well, you know what? I will, I will humbly accept your confession and I don't think there's any penance required. You're playing with your kitty. That's yeah. completely fair. Yeah. Man, they love this thing. It's yeah. wild. Uh, what's the plot of Velocipaster? Pretty simple plot. There's a pastor, Doug Jones. It's Doug Jones. Name. Doug Jones. Uh, who goes to China, in quotes. Um, mm-hmm. And is he cuts his hand while he's holding this ancient relic, which appears to be a velociraptor tooth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gains the ability to sort of hulk out and turn into a velociraptor when he gets mad. Um, yeah. And then he get, he goes all Dexter and starts killing bad people with this power. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there's ninjas that are dealing cocaine. That uh, Not just cocaine, Luke. Super cocaine. Super cocaine. Excuse me. Four times as addictive as the regular mm-hmm. stuff. Um, yes. Yeah, and then he has to foil their plot uh, and and save the day. Man, I mean, the, the whole joke is just that there's a pastor, uh, Father Jones, yes. who turns into a velociraptor. That's all you need to know, baby. Yeah, I mean, you're not really here for the plot. No. No, the movie isn't here for the plot. Nobody's no, here for it the is plot. Not. Yeah. So, so what do you think of it? I had a fucking great time with Velocipaster. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God, man. I was worried. You said something earlier um, about yeah. the movie, and I thought it meant that you had a shit time, and I was worried. I don't think it's possible to have a bad time with this movie. Yeah, because Kenna came in with the wrongest mindset. Yeah. Uh, and boy, she she was she was chuckling. Cause I mean, within the first three minutes, this movie tells you exactly what it is. And my the exact moment where you go, oh okay, I can hang, mm-hmm. is when his sorry I forgot I left out a, a salient plot point, which is that uh, Pastor Jones's father and mother are blown up in their car in the first yes. three minutes of this movie. But instead of showing you an explosion. You just mm-hmm. pan over to an empty parking space, and there's overlay, text overlay that says VFX colon car on fire, and then he <laughs> screams for about 30 seconds, says, no! It's so good. It's so good. This movie is like, there are movies that don't intend to be bad that are bad. And then there's movies that mm-hmm. intend to be bad that are still bad. This movie mm-hmm. fully intended to be a crap movie and nailed it. Like it is the best it, B movie I've ever seen. 
it really like because i think it's sort of evil twin is like the scary movie movies yes yes exactly their ilk where it's like we're gonna make a dumb parody of movies and they're awful they're so bad wretched and this is like i'm just gonna make a purposefully shit movie Mm -hmm. but it's gonna be funny and it's gonna know that it's bad yeah and then some like and i think there's i think there's a couple things that really work for this this movie um Mm -hmm. Because it's in the same vein as other things like Sharknado or our beloved Abraham Lincoln Vampire, vampire. Hunter. Yes. Um, yeah. I always get it if it's Vampire Slayer or Vampire Hunter. I uh, think it's Hunter. I think it's Hunter as well. But just schlocky, meant-to-be-stupid B-movies. Um, mm-hmm. But this one really stands out. I mean, it's super-duper funny. Um I think part of that is because it doesn't lean into bad acting as right. Cause like there's, there's uh pastor Jones and then there's his love interest. Um, Carol. Carol? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, both of these people, despite not really going on to do much else. I looked them up on IMDb. They're pretty mm-hmm. phenomenal actors. Yeah. They do a great job. Yeah, they really do. So the the schlocky acting is not a part of this, and that because that gets old to me, pretty quickly. Yes. Oh um, God, yeah. Yeah, no, they're delivering the lines, uh, and I think it leaves a lot of the uh, joke heft on other portions of the movie where it should belong. Yes. And it does. It does a really good job with it. Or like, um, God, what is it, uh, Father Stewart? Hmm. Uh. I, I thought his performance was perfect. Yes. And I think he's like the director's like dad. Yeah, or, I would um, believe he's it. He's somehow related. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he just, he does such a brilliant job with this yeah. like genuinely bizarre role. But it's, I just, God, it's good. It's so good. Yeah. Can I can I give you my favorite Father Stewart sequence? Please. Um so Father Stewart's the other father at the at the cathedral or whatever. Uh mm-hmm. just you know it's the plot's not important. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um Uh-huh. Yeah. Um Father Stewart, they go to visit this like magician guy, this warlock, to try mm-hmm. to exercise the Velociraptor out of uh Doug Jones. Um and he says I haven't been to see uh, this guy, the the warlock dude, since the war. And then we go on an epic 10-minute yes. journey into the Vietnam War. It's, it's so good. <laughs> Complete with Father Stewart getting a pep talk from his friend Ollie mm-hmm. about having a family that is so unhinged and so specific and so bizarre that I adored it because it was like, yeah, man, you're gonna get home. You're gonna have five kids. You're gonna have eleven kids. You're gonna you're gonna spend fifteen minutes with them each, every day. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna name one of them Ollie, and he's gonna be like, hey, who who am I named after? And you're gonna say Ollie, my friend from the war, who made it through the war without ever getting hurt and looked cool doing it the whole time. 
Mm-hmm. And then he immediately, of course, gets <laughs> shot right in the fucking neck. And it's just... For some reason, the one that got me was, you're going to have 11 kids and spend 15 minutes with each of them every day. Every day. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. And then the other thing is that it is in no way attached. So the statement was, I haven't seen this guy since the war. We do this 10-minute war sequence. At no point is the warlock guy mentioned or attached to the story. <laughs> it has nothing to it, do with it. It ends, the sequence ends when Father Stewart's walking down the streets in his hometown and he says, and after the war, I figured I'd give the clergy another shot. And then it <laughs> rip cuts back to the main yes. action. <laughs> oh, God, and we completely forgot that, like, so uh, in the war flashback, Father Stewart is writing the letter to Ollie's parents that Ollie died when he mm-hmm. just sees his wife in, mm-hmm. in the Vietnam woods Mm-hmm. And she like runs to him, <laughs> and is liquefied by a landmine, yeah, approximately two centimeters in front of Father Stewart, and it's just like it's extremely good. It's so, and then and and the guy yeah. comes over and is like, "There's not much we can do for her, even though yes. she is literally just jelly." That is exactly what I was going to point out. This is. The movie is really, it's really smart. Like, it's a dumb, dumb movie, but it's it's comedic sensibilities, wicked smart. Because that line in particular is such a good example of that. Like, the man, I don't think there's anything we can do for her while Father <laughs> Stewart is covered head to toe in the fakest looking jelly blood you've ever seen. It really reminds me of, like, um, the airplane movies. Mm-hmm. Or um, like the the Naked Gun movies that Leslie Nielsen was in, yeah. Where it's like it's very dumb, but the like humor in it is genuinely smart. Yes. Oh, for like sure. It th- there's just like a very keen mind behind all of this, being like, yeah. we're gonna make this dumb as hell, but the jokes won't be. Yeah. There's so many small touches in this movie that I think are good examples of that, like. At the very end, uh, he's ripping the head off of the head ninja guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we see the actor grab the other actor by the neck. Then we get a hard cut to something <laughs> vaguely like the previous shot, where he's now holding the head of a mannequin. Clearly yes. a mannequin. <laughs> and then he rips it off, and there's blood and stuff everywhere. Um, it just uses... He- yeah. Well, and I love that he turns the mannequin head around and it's just got these like very shoddily like glued eyebrows <laughs> and facial hair on it and it looks nothing like the actor. It's <laughs> it's so good. I mean, this movie was, like you said, clearly made with $5 and some duct tape. Um, <laughs> but it uses that to its advantage in a really cool way. Yeah, and like nothing's wasted. That like Frankie Mermaid is uh Carol's pimp. Yes. And he's he's in this movie for maybe three and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. But God almighty, if he doesn't wring everything out of it. <laughs> he's so fucking good. <laughs> he's so weird. He goes to confession and smokes weed through the whole thing. 
and then just admits to the priest that he killed his parents in the car explosion, and we get, again, the best fucking flashback cut to, like, the the father, like, crying because his parents are, are blowing up in a car, and then just Frankie Mermaid, like, bent over, just, like, kind of cheering on and, like, sh- like, mm-hmm. sh- like shaking, and he's like, ah! And it's, it's so weird, but it, God, it works. It works. I think that's the best way to summarize this movie, is despite everything you think it would be and everything that it is, it works, man. Somehow yeah. all the pieces, like, okay, can I give you my favorite part of the movie? And then I desperately want to hear your favorite part. Yes. Okay, so they have this big showdown with the ninjas at the end of the movie where mm-hmm. Carol gets pretty injured and we think she dies. Mm-hmm. Now, we later, we smash cut again pretty abruptly to a hospital, quote-unquote. It just looks like a doctor's office. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so the doctor comes in. He's got that, like, reflector thing on his head. Um, yeah. My uh-huh. favorite part is that he sits down and the thing slides <laughs> over his eyes. And instead of doing another take, he just keeps talking to him. <laughs> and just like pushes it up. Yeah, just eventually. Going. Eventually pushes it up. And then he just starts, he grabs a nearby ashtray. You know, like all doctor's <laughs> offices have. Um, pulls his cigarette out of the ashtray and starts smoking it. And then we mm-hmm. get a, an incredible long shot of just him sitting there satisfied with his work now that he's saved Carol, smoking a cigarette uh, mm-hmm. that lasts probably like 30 seconds. It's, yes. oh, it is all just such good movie making. <laughs> I love it. Every detail that it, also that the, the ashtray is surrounded by like toy soldiers mm-hmm. for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> Okay, my my favorite part of this movie, I think, is the longest and greatest joke setup in the movie. Mm-hmm. And so we get a couple flashbacks of Father Jones, like, remembering times with his family where they're all just, like, laughing. There's a lot in this movie of people just laughing randomly and yeah. for a very long time. Uh, but he's just, like, with his folks and laughing, and his parents are like, I love you. You're the best. You're our only son. You're mm-hmm. our only son. We love you. We're so proud of you. And then at the end of the movie, they're doing this ninja fight, and one of them's like, do you remember me? I'm your brother. And then it cuts right back to the flashbacks with the family where they're saying, you're our only son. And then the camera pans over to the brother. who's <laughs> <laughs> just like awkwardly standing there, or my favorite is when they're doing it in the car when his parents are uh, dropping it off at um, a priest school priest college. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, I'm so proud of you. You're my only son. And then he and the mom laugh. And then you just see the brother pop up from the back seat of the car. Mm -hmm. I just love it. It's incredible. Jesus. It's truly phenomenal stuff. Yeah. Oh, God. So, um, I, like, oh, here's the other thing. The music's good. 
Oh, I, yeah, I was about to say that. The soundtrack on this guy beats mm-hmm. ass. It's phenomenal. Like uh the song during the sex scene. Mhm. I I don't I I love that song. I've never heard it before, but I definitely want to listen to it again. Yeah, same. And if you want to listen to it again, the director, writer, director and editor uh has put the entire original soundtrack up on Spotify as a playlist. Oh shit. Yeah. What yep. a fucking hero. Yeah, what a mensch this guy. So Yes. Yeah, I I'm trying to think what else I have to say about the movie that's not questions. Um I mean, you got anything else cuz I do have some questions for you. I think questions would be good. Um I will just say another favorite moment is that um during his journey sort of away from the priesthood Mm-hmm. Doug Jones is sitting in his like dorm, I guess, is like his mm-hmm. room at the cathedral, and he's reading a book that just says Crime 2. I okay, perfect segue. What was in Crime 1? <laughs> I think Crime 1 was like old timey crimes, like mm, watering okay. down beer back in Mesopotamia and Ooh, okay. horse thieving. It's mm, just a it's a full it's a full compendium of all the crimes you could commit pre nineteen hundred, I think. Okay, that's yeah. got to be a chunky book. You see, you you'd think that, but it's the same idea as like how, you know, how people say like day to day life didn't change a whole lot before, say like the eighteen fifties, like. Mm-hmm. You know, there were small innovations that kind of improved quality of life for sure. But generally speaking, things were, you know, roughly the same in the 1300s as they were in the like 1600s. Not just like a huge amount of difference. And then things sped up, obviously. Crime is about the same. I'd say your crimes were, you know, pretty much the same for a long stretch of human history. You know, I'll grant you that. Yeah. That uh, I did. Ain't nobody committing identity theft back in that the we 1300s. Know yeah, that we know well, of. Well, you say that. Unless. Unless? Unless you just straight up stole someone. You know how easy it would be to commit identity theft in the well, 1300s? Yeah. I mean, so I, I hate to say this, but if you'll recall from the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, mm-hmm. one of Jack Sparrow's crimes... Uh, of uh, for which he will be hanged is impersonating a member of the cloth. Mm, yeah, and that's that's kind of old timey identity theft. Yeah, that's just pretending to be somebody else, though. Sure, but I mean, that's what identity theft is, Luke. Yeah, I guess, but pretending then... to be somebody else <laughs> with extra steps. It's the sure. same idea. It's just got a whole lot more rigmarole these days. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so anyway, Crime 2. Updated uh, a much thicker book than the first one, actually. Probably. Uh, oh, without crime, a doubt. Yeah, Crime really took off past 1900 in these modern times. Oh, boy. Oh, think of all just the financial crimes. Oh, yeah. Embezzlement. You got Ugh. Ponzi schemes. Uh Insider trading. Yeah, nobody was insider trading in the 1100s. No. 
They Mm-mm. didn't even know what inside was. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> nope. All right, what other, what other questions you got about Velocipaster? Uh, so I, one thing, uh, one quibble with the movie. Yeah. Um, it, again, not a question, but just sort of a, a quibble that I had that I I forgot to mention. So, uh, Frankie Mermaid, uh, asks Carol why he's called Frankie Mermaid, mm-hmm. uh, and and she he does say that it's because he he is, and I'm quoting here, swimming in bitches. Yeah. Um, and we all know that's not true. Uh, it's actually because his scrotum looks like a fishtail. Interesting. Yeah. And horrifying, I may add. Oh, terrible. Terrible. Uh, but I just, I feel like the movie shouldn't have lied to us about that. And should have been up front that Frankie Mermaid's scrotum looks exactly like a fishtail. Yeah. Um... I think it would have thrown off the groove of the movie a little bit if they just... Then again, would it have if we just had this random weird moment where he's like, yeah, take a look at my scrotum, and then there was just a fishtail dangling out of the zipper. I could see that working, if I'm being honest. I think it would have worked just as well. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, for sure. So my first question, Luke. Mm Mm-hmm. Wait, didn't you Where already we, ask some questions? My second question. Yeah. Uh, my first of the second set of second questions. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm following. Where would God not follow you? I think into that room with you installing your bidet, my man. I don't think there was <laughs> any tell God you, or angels with you then. No God was in that room with me that day. <laughs> Weirdly, definitely not. Can we talk about the Batcave for a second? Like Batman's Batcave? Yes, Batman's Batcave. Sure. I don't think God can see you in the Batcave. Huh? Talk me through that. Lay down. Lay down on the on this. Yeah. Uh, on this couch here, and, and tell me about it. I don't know why this is just occurring to me, but I just feel like it's such a weird den of strangeness and technology mm-hmm. and despair mixed with like weird horny punch energy. I just feel like it is not a place that any deity would want to dwell. So I feel like the Batcave, big old blind spot in the rearview mirror for mm. for old the old big guy upstairs. Now I'll tell you it sounds like what you're saying is God is scared of computers. But, um, which is a I mean, whole new set of, uh, <laughs> Pure Flix movies. But also, what you've described is also kind of, kind of the entire environment in which I was installing the tushy. Mmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think maybe that's why I connected the dots there. I mean, there is mm-hmm. a specific stink that I just feel like reeks of godlessness. And, uh, yeah, the Batcave. For whatever reason, I'm thinking when Batman's in there, there's no oversight. Oh, no, I don't think so. Again, no. God's scared of computers, so. <laughs> Which, we don't know that he's not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I'd believe it, 
I swear I'm sober for this episode as well. <laughs> I have not consumed any of the wacky tobacco. Um, so, like, I, I do think there are a number of locations where God won't follow you. Okay, yeah, um, it will hit me with them. Uh, well, one obviously is the toilet after you have dominoes. Yeah, yeah, I don't particularly feel, uh, you know, swaddled and kept mm-hmm. in, in, uh, in a divine being's arms after I have become a shell of a human being. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After a good case of mud butt, for sure. The other um, is uh, the hotel bar closest to the gathering of the Juggalos. Interesting. Interesting idea that you've just posited. Mm-hmm. Aren't the Juggalos quite Christian? I don't know, but I feel like even if they are, they hit a hotel bar after mm. they've gone real rowdy about magnets and... <laughs> God's not going into that room. I don't think so. I think you're right. And can I just say, I think most of Vegas fits that same description. Well, sure, it's a den of villainy. Yeah, less the den of villainy of just like, you're just watching people pull handles until they they literally die in the seat. Like, Mm, they turn to dust and bones. You're saying that God's not not coming in there not because it's wrong like morally or whatever sure uh but mostly because it's too boring yeah i think it's just a weird mixture of boring and painful and weird uh and too smoky too smoky too much smoke for god yeah uh and uh, according to this movie china yeah weirdly china it would seem yeah don't really get that one. Yeah. But uh, apparently, apparently China. <sighs> so let, let's let's move on here. Um, <laughs> who does God want dead? Hmm. Clearly pandas. Oh my God! Fucking pandas, man. <laughs> Can we just? Park our van in the panda spot really quick and just talk about how Please. God clearly wants pandas to die. So here's the thing, folks. I love these cute little bastards. I do. They're so cute. They're so funny. They're beautiful. They do deserve to die, though. Yeah, I understand there's a lot of efforts to make sure that the population stays you know, above water. But folks, mm-hmm. they eat one thing and they don't want to fuck. So they, they eat one thing that they can't really digest. Yeah. And so, Luke, they put you to shame. They shit like forty times a day. Yeah, I mean, it would be this the same. It'd be equivalent to me eating nothing but Domino's cheese pizza with the stuffed crust. Yes. I oh, would be. God. I'd be receiving nutrients. But barely, barely (laughs) am I getting anything inside of this husk of meat. And also, because of that, you would never reproduce. Yeah, who would have the energy or the ability? like, Or the desire. Or the desire. 
Yeah, for sure. And that's what these horrible little black and white goblins go through every day. Yeah. If you have to work that hard to make your species continue itself. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God doesn't want you around anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a message. You kind of deserve to to shuffle on. Yeah, I think it's almost a bug. Like a bug in the programming that God mm, is trying yeah. to correct. Like pandas, they can't, they're still here? How? Get rid of them. Yeah, no, I don't, I didn't mean to keep these around. They were supposed to go in the flood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 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 so outside pandas. of panda hate, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Abraham Lincoln, and he knows why. He knows why. He, he is dead, so that would, that track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, I guess so. I guess. I don't I'm trying to play in the space with you, my man. It so I'll tell you, it's a little hard. It's a little hard. Yeah, this one's tough. Uh, uh it is I'll t- I'll I'll be perfectly honest, bit more of a brick than I thought it would be. <laughs> um though you know, we got to pandas. We did and get I feel to like pandas. that was worth it. Ostriches. Uh, ostriches ostriches as well yeah what are they even doing you know just ugly ugly fuckers i still want nothing more than to see dwayne johnson grab one by the neck and slap it on the ground in a 180 degree arc just smashing its stupid fucking body on the ground until it's nothing but juice yeah maybe someday i mean if we could pay him enough well, I don't know, because he's, he's got an image, and PETA would be yeah. pretty upset about that. Though, surely they could do that in Jumanji 3. I think, oh, they, dude, they could do anything in Jumanji yeah. 3. Yeah. Jumanji 3 is the perfect vehicle yeah. for, for, for Dwayne Johnson to brutalize an ostrich. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out those were the only questions I had. Nice. Well, I don't think that's that's too bad a thing, because I'll be honest, man, I'm getting kind of sleepy. This is a hanksy-panksy well after dark. This is a yeah. nocturnal emission that we're doing. <laughs> this is um, this is a hanksy-panksy, like, bedtime stories. Yes. Yes, it is. So, I don't know. It is, it is time for us to go beddy by. Yeah. Which is... Incredibly accurate. We are going to finish this record, and then I have a feeling both of us are going to slink away to our respective beds. Absolutely. I'm going to go brush my teeth, and I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Honestly, it's Mm -hmm. it's a mistake. I'm going to try to not piss before bed. That's how tired I am. It's like, damn. "Ah, I won't pee now. That is a mistake. I will regret this. When yeah. in the middle of the night I wake up and I need to pee and I again refuse to go pee and just kind of can't sleep well because I have to pee so bad. I do this a lot. Yeah, this sounds like a chronic issue that you uh you need to work out. 
I just like being in bed. I don't want to pee. Yeah. I want to be asleep. Mm-hmm. So I just stay in bed. And it's like, man, I really got to fucking go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just stay here, though, until five in the morning, and then I'll get up and pee. Sure. It's yeah. not a great system. Yeah, it seems like it works for you. But, uh, yeah, let's get uh, let's get the fuck on out of here, man. Let's get out of here. So, folks, uh, thanks thanks for being members of the Patreon. We super appreciate it. Uh, you're all legends, each and every one of you, but in particular, uh, Hanks is heroes, that's Russell, Tuck, and Daniel. I wouldn't rip your heads off. Yeah. I would or not. Or your arms. Yeah. No, no, not those either. Yeah. Uh, well, Luke, do you, do you have a final quote? Yeah, I do. It is... For God! (laughs) God damn it. Folks, do watch this one. It's a Mm -hmm. good time. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back very soon, actually, with, uh, I think, Dark Crystal. I think that's the next one on the list, so... See ya.